for you I'm empty handing and I'm feeling blue and I'm gonna dream till the day that I die Hey, welcome to the show. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to episode number 94 of Domestic Clients Only. Podcast about beer and friendship. Almost my mind went blank for a second. There was like a you know a monkey with the symbols. That was my brain for a split second. Um, so uh today's episode, of course, episode 94. It's November 27th. I am here today with my co-host Tom. Hey, how's it going today? Oh, today's good. I was up early watching uh, some Canadian soccer. Fortunately lost, but they did score their first ever World Cup goal, so that was pretty fun. Had a few beverages too, but um, you know, I've had some water in me now, so I'm uh, I'm ready to go for round two. Okay, and uh, today's a fun one. We're actually talking, we're kind of back to our pseudo-domestic because all of these beers, they're imports, but most of these are actually um, sold in Canada through um, through domestic sellers, notably Sapporo, uh, who bought Sleeman. They're, they're sold and produced here in Canada via Sleeman, that label. Uh, but that's all to say today, we're heading to Asia. We're talking popular domestic beers in Asia, well, imports here in Canada, uh, one of our rare import episodes, I think we did one pure import episode, and that was like way at the beginning. It was our St. Patty's Day episode. St. Patrick's, that's the only We time. haven't done many. We've been, you know, mulling over. I wanted to do a Cinco de my episode. It didn't happen. I forgot, fell through. Going to have to wait another 10 years for that when it falls on a Sunday. But, you know, oh, well. c'est la vie. Uh, or I think it was on a Saturday. I'm like, perfect Saturday. Didn't happen. I'm like, all right, well, whenever the calendar cycles back again. That's all to say, um, Today we're doing an Asian beer. So these are pretty popular selections. I, they're probably, I don't know the market, if they're popular is popular in the States, I would assume so. But at least here in Canada, these are some of the most popular um, Asian import beers that you can get. Uh, so just to run down through them, we're talking uh, Asashi, Asahi uh, Super Dry, in quotation marks, Super Dry. Uh, we're talking yeah, super Tiger dry. Beer, Tiger Asian Lager, and we're also talking Sapporo Premium. Um, and I, I think we've had a lot of these beers. I've had Sapporo and Tiger myself. I think you probably likewise have had. Uh, oh, yeah. These. We've had these we're, together, John. We have had these together. Actually, we're talking, we call them sushi beers because usually, at least here, yeah. if you're going out for all you can eat sushi, you got to get like a Tiger or Sapporo yeah. or a Sing Tao yeah. or whatever. Like they're the go tos. So uh, that's usually when I've had these beers, is honestly like at sushi or at like an Asian restaurant. Um, very infrequently, I don't think I've had much of these if I'm just on the go, but. Um, these are pretty popular beers, and uh, I guess we'll we'll get into them in a moment, I guess. I, I would say, if we're going to do our guessing game, what beer do you think is going to be the winner, Tom? I feel like I know what you're going to say. Oh, I'm not going to be biased, but I'm going to say Sapporo. Oh, I was going to say Tiger. I'm actually going to go with Tiger. I, know. I, think, I think Tiger, Tiger is going to be the one. Uh... I'm not being biased. I was just going to say <laughs> Sapporo. You're like, damn it, I want to pick it, but no, yeah. I, I, think, I was uh, like, I think Sapporo is going to just beat it by hair, maybe. So maybe no, Tiger uh, is very sacred to us. Yes, big, big Tiger fans. So I guess, uh, why don't we just start off with uh, the other beer, Asahi? So Asahi, super dry. Uh, this is yeah. produced by Asa- Asahi um, Breweries, which was founded in Osaka, Japan, in 1889. So okay, it's it is old. Japanese. That's what I was. Yes. I can tell by the by. I believe it's hiragana, the font. 
Oh yes, uh, yeah. This is this is uh, from Japan. Um, however, it's um, they're a pretty big conglomerate now, um, and they've got an interesting history. They were founded in 1889. Um, as of right now, they have the largest market share of major Japanese beers domestically. Oh. Um, they've acquired a few big companies, uh, notably in 2009 they acquired Schweppes Australia. They also acquired 19. Point nine percent of Tsingtao from InBev. So they're actually now the second largest shareholder of uh Tsingtao beers, which is kind of interesting. Oh. Um their primary brand um used to be well way back when they were founded, they had uh Asahi uh I think draft that was like their old beer back in the you know the 19th century through to the 20th century. Then for most of the 20th century it was Asahi Gold from the 50s to the not early 90s. But in 1987, on March 17th, 1987, they launched Super Dry. Um, Super Dry, a direct result of extensive market research, which indicated a consumer preference for more palatable beer with less maltiness, relatively high alcohol content, and a light aftertaste that paired well with the changing Japanese diet. So, you know, it was responding to, you know, new market trends in Japan. They decided, if you think about even in Canada, that was a big top period as well for like dry beers, ice beers was like the late 80s. Oh yeah, I guess so. There was a huge wave, seemingly at least in Canada, it was domestic, but seems like worldwide, there was just a big wave towards more dry style um, type kind of beers. So this was a codename project FX, and then, of course, was fully released in 87. Um, the success of this beer, of course, spawned, just like in Canada, with like Molson Dry and the, and the like, this spawned a lot of competitors in Japan. It was actually referred to as the Dry Wars, which I believe they've also referred to in Canada as like the Dry Wars for all the big producers as well. Um, however, this beer is actually stood the test of time. Unlike a lot of the dry ice beers, this one is now their go-to beer. And this is the one you can get pretty much across uh, international international suppliers. This is their most popular beer, one of the world's most popular dry beers. It's actually produced with a special yeast called uh, Asahi Number no. Three One Eight. So it's a proprietary ingredient they use. Um, kind of interesting. I've never. I don't think I've ever had Asahi. Although I do know. Um, when you sent me some beers before, you sent me a little bonus swag, and it was an Asahi bag, which I still have. It's a backpack. Um, yeah, it's a little backpack, which is pretty cool. So, uh, but I've never. I don't think I've ever had Asahi beer. Have you had a Asahi before? No, I've I've no reason why I even knew about it. I remember once at the liquor store that used to where I used to live that was below me, they had like the cool like it was like almost like a sixty like it was like a quart, but it's in this cool container. And I remember being like, "What the fuck is this? This thing looked crazy." Yeah, like it was like a it was like a giant stein that you got. It was like oh, oh it looked super cool. And I was like, "What?" I'm like, "This thing is." I didn't know about. It. I'm like, "This thing's probably super old." Or this is like some relic, mm-hmm. but even like looking at the label, it has like this reminds me kind of like some like Mortal Kombat kind of style. <laughs> it's it's a I love the design of the can. It's very like traditional, old. It looks uh, it's got a lot of text on it. It's like filled with like text and information. They say you know Asahi Super Dry brewed with precision to very high quality standards under the supervision of Japanese master brewers. Our advanced brewing technology techniques deliver a dry, crisp taste and quick, clean finish. We call it Karakuchi taste. And they have that up in quotation marks at the top, Karakuchi. And they even have the dry in quotation marks. I love that they put that in, in the quotes. Um, not a whole lot of additional info. Like it's, this is, These are all kind of big conglomerate beers, so you're not going to get all the creativity. They're going to be kind of standard labels. But I think... Um, Asahi, I think their label looks really interesting. This one's also a 4.9. Per- actually, no, this is a... Uh, Oh no, sorry. This is this is actually 5.2. So we're starting a little bit higher, but the rest of these are all pretty close. They're all like five to five point two percent. They're all pretty much in the same ballpark. Uh, but 
uh yeah it's also a 20 srm sorry a 4 srm and a 20 ibu uh beverage as well too um yeah i like the can i think it looks pretty sl slick i like the font on it the asahi font looks really sharp um really looks like gives it that really little nice classy look nice shiny silver can not a whole it's not a craft beer so you're not getting all like creativity and different efforts around the can but it looks really like i think it looks pretty sharp myself yeah. the silver is what really brings it together i have a bottle for once oh really uh, you have a bottle yeah what does the bottle look like yeah, yeah. label it's just the same thing pretty much oh, it's just okay. like it has like the silver on it. it they really played it well with the can it looks the same essentially yeah that's but funny. I just think it just looks really cool. Like it looks sharp, kind of. Yeah. It almost looks so like is. something that came back. It's like a very old style kind of. Like it looks like it was like from a different era. It looks like uh, what was it? Was it Labat Super Dry? The one that looked like the Mortal Kombat one, like the or Extra Dry? Oh Labatt yeah, Extra, extra dry. dry. It looks like Labat Extra Dry. Not the yeah. exact same, but it looks like the same silver, same kind of layout. It looks somewhat yeah. similar to Extra Dry. Um, well, why don't we get into the cans then? Tom, uh, Tom what are you thinking? I, I, I dig this can. I think it looks pretty cool. I don't mind it. I'm giving it a seven. It's plain, but it's not bad. Yeah, we're, we're pretty close. I, I went seven and a half, so a little bit higher on it. But yeah, there's, there's not a whole lot there that I really love. Like it's it's a bit limited because it's a, you know, a super conglomerate beer, but it looks nice. It looks sharp. It looks really like classy too. And uh, I'm excited to uh, try this. Again, I don't think I've ever had this Whoa. before. So I'm um, kind of curious. Yeah. Do you want to crack this one, Tom? Well, I have my bottle. I don't know. I'm trying to see. Oh, I got pop a. It, yeah. is, is I got my bottle top? opener. Is it a twist top or a pop? Uh, I have no cool. We're ah. going to find out, though. All right. We're cracking and popping them. So. And I count of three, two, one. Crack them. Oh, you got that little like jingle of the lid falling off. That's uh, a. It is a pop top. It is oh, it a is pop a pop top. top. They're not, okay, cool. Yeah, they're not twists. You'd see oh, a slight groove. Smells pretty good to me. Whoa. This almost smells kind of like a honey ale. Oh, yeah. It's got, it's got like, at least my, my can had like an initial kind of like skunk smell, but I kind of like that smell. Like when you just get that mild kind of skunk, it's like, oh, yeah. Huh. Um, very light in color. Yeah. Moderate carbonation. Very little head, but it's sticking around. I'm smelling the, I smell the sweetness of it now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's almost like a honey ale. Yeah. Let's see how it's a taste. Yeah, it's huh. not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, it I, is a dry finish to it. Yeah, I was expecting like sweeter, more enriching flavor because of the smell, but it's yeah, it's pretty dry. It's pretty pretty mild, pretty sharp. Thus, this the name super dry. Yeah, this is this is actually definitely a super dry beer. This is it's like dry, but like a Molson dry, Labatt dry type bevy or rather molson ice i guess it kind of profiles more in that uh that camp that's mm -hmm. not bad for a 5.2 pretty mild too mm -hmm. not bad it is a little more drier i'm not big on yeah. the dry finish but it's um yeah i like it like a little bit more it's not very malty either it's very mild and that's the point of that's it that's the but thing I like my maltier beers. That's the thing. Yeah. Like you, whenever we have the super malt beers, you're like gross. I'm like, yeah. And for this, I'm like, I feel like Alex might like this beer a bit, maybe. Oh, yeah. I think I'll actually would have really liked this. Yeah. It does taste pretty refreshing, but it's, it's, it's also, it's not a very sweet beer. It's, it's quite, it's actually got some bitterness. I mean, um, at a 20 IBU, 
it's coming up higher than like your your 13 to 15 kind of bloggers and stuff like that so it's definitely a little bit on the bitter side of things but not too strong so this is a bit a bit more preferential compared to your you know your 6.1s and up kind of beers so i think it's a nice nice go around there but yeah i'm not i'm not loving it i think it's okay but it's nothing too exceptional for me um taste wise i'm giving it a seven yeah i'm i'm gonna give it a six i'm I'm honestly not a huge fan of it it's it's okay it's it's okay i, I could see myself liking this in certain contexts like this would be a good bar rail beer like if you're you know having like nachos or something i think it would compare well yeah. those, but on its own it's just i'm if i'm gonna drink a beer by itself without anything it's gotta give me more it's and I'm not very dry it. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, yeah. And I think some of the dry ice ones we've had, a lot of them don't fare well on our program because they're not really the kind of beers that are good by themselves. Like they're good if you're like at a hockey game or something, if you're having like food and like salt, it, like, it pairs fair, better. Yeah, exactly. If you're having pub fare snacks, they're a bit more palatable, less palatable by itself. Mm-hmm. I thought for a second someone knocked on your door. I was like, oh. Oh, you could hear it. Now you Stranger got me danger. Get away from here. <laughs> Do you want to come on the pod? Serial killers yeah. breaking into my house. <laughs> Not even. I live in too much of a yuppie neighborhood. <laughs> you if anybody, door, it's me that's you. breaking. <laughs> if, if anybody, it's me that's breaking into the house. Is, is this like in Barhaven where people would just be staring out their window at people like walking? Is that's that not that bad, but I do. I stick out like a sore thumb here. Everyone's in like their fancy running clothes, like jogging around. Yeah, oh yeah, there's like joggers, and I'm just like, what the fuck? And I'm just got my headphones on. I'm just walking through the corner store. Like I'm wearing my work boots now. And I'm just like, I have like my Carhartt sweater on. And like they're probably thinking of some ruffian in the night. They're like, what are you on a list to the authorities? Who is this ruffian walking around our neighborhood? Um, yeah, and I, yeah, this beer, again, like we said, we said, not bad, but for the sake of our program, not a good kind of beer. These beers don't profile well on our show, but no. uh, likely to recommend. Would you recommend this beer? Not really. Like now that I've had it, I was kind of like, meh. Yeah. It's not that great. I'm going to go 6.5. Oh, yeah, no, okay. I'm, going six. I'm going 6. Oh, you're going to go 6? Yeah, that's where I'm at. Too. Yeah. I'm going to go 6. I think it's fine. It's nothing like too crazy, but. I, I I can can't really think of a context where I'd really be like, you gotta try <laughs> Asahi. I'm like I don't know. I guess there, there must be a, a market for it because I've heard some people be very high on it, but me myself, I, I'm just I'm not. And I feel like I'd recommend other Asian beers over this one, like the ones coming up. Oh yeah, exactly. Like the, like the ones coming up, bang on. Um, in terms of uh, social media scores, where does the uh, market fall on this beer well um people don't really love this beer i gotta say but actually it's got some pretty decent reviews overall um i'm i'm, I'm, I'm kind of looking at the scores compared to um the three selections today so on beer advocate this one is a 2.8 which is a 66 pour Ooh. and it has a 3.1 on untapped so it's the second rated beer on untapped on this episode it's the top i think the oh no the second rated beer as well on beer advocates so i'm pretty surprised I, I thought maybe it'd be lower but pretty pretty good reviews on a tap that over a three average that's that's not bad yeah that's typical almost but i, I guess if you are looking for a dry beer 
this, this would it. probably be a good one because you're like, what are my options? I'm looking at like Labat Seven, <laughs> like extra strong. It's like there's not that much out there. All of them are old beers. They're usually the ones that are left, or they're really they come in like king cans. They're too heavy. This is like a nice palatable option. So I think in that regard, it's good. I guess that almost gives it a criteria for a, a, like a modifier, but I, I'm not going to give it a mod. I, I think it's it's fine. No mods. No mods. And now not we're ha- on. Not happening. Now we're on. Rah, we're on. <laughs> we're on Tiger. Tiger King. Or so, Tiger style. We're switching countries. We were in Japan. We're taking a little brief interlude. Now we're in the great city states of Singapore. So this was founded um, in 1932. And it was born on, as the marketing, marketing copy says, Tiger was born on the hot streets of Singapore, the tropical island city state, a busy trading trading destination, and a melting pot of Asian, Indian, and British influences and culture. Um, the tropical lagering process brews a bravely creative and unpretentious lager. The result is the intensely refreshing full-body taste in one of the world's fastest growing premium beers this is actually produced by um the larger conglomerate heineken asian pacific that produces this along with heineken and various other kind of asian beers as well too um um, it's a pretty popular brewery in when you're in singapore they do tours the tiger brewery it's pretty pretty popular tourist destination and this beer has some um pop culture impact so apparently it was featured in, really I've never, I've never seen the movies um but in tropic thunder the comedy with robert denny jr really? etc and the transporter movie with jason statham it features in that and in the 2001 hong kong action thriller starring jackie chan the accidental spy uh the character that jackie chan plays called a buck buck win his favorite beer is tiger he's seen like drinking tiger and there's also a scene with like tigers in this like apartment it's like a part of his character so this guy this beer's got some popularity i i lo- i think his can looks incredible i think this is a really cool can there's a lot yeah, going I love on it. like the, I think artwork, the logo is great the color yeah the color of it too like the the orange kind of tiger yellow orange really like it's a great i mean you've seen like color pairings like yeah, orange and like blue are like classic color pairings on like movie posters and games and stuff and it works well in this can like you can't go wrong it's like one of the best complimentary colors out there but the logo looks really nice really good artwork on it the Mm -hmm. the top of this can there's like this silver thing going around and it's got like cool information on it it's got like a bunch of like city names i guess that's like where it's Mm -hmm. sold it's like telling you it's sold in london uh ho chi minh city kuala lumpur Hong kong shanghai taipei uh, what else? Geneva, Paris, uh, a lot of spot spots. Type okay. it's it's pretty cool. Um, it it makes it feel very classy and formal. Like it's got a mm-hmm. it's got like the award winning full body award, beer seal on award it. Award world acclaimed. Like when I first saw it on the shelf, it didn't really pop automatically. But like when I'm holding it and looking at it, I'm like I'm really appreciating all the details on on it, especially for a big mass produced can. Very cool to see that. Oh no! I just remember. I think this is like the first time I ever went for sushi with you guys, and I remember looking at the beer and I was like, "Okay, where, where's?" I'm like looking for Bud. And they didn't have anything at the time. Sushi was just like, "No, we have Sapporo, Singtao, <laughs> and this." And I think this was the cheapest beer. And I'm like, "I'll have one of these." And then both me and Al, I think we're sitting together like, "This beer is fucking amazing." <laughs> Yeah, Tiger is a go-to for sushi. I'm a big Tiger guy. I'm a I'm either I'm either Tiger or Singtao. That's like my go-to for any Asian restaurant. So 
I, I think it's fun. I, I think this can looks pretty dope. Um, what would you give the tiger can? Um, I'm giving this an eight. I love this can. I think it looks great. It's got Oilers colors. Yeah, it's and I just like I just like the logo, the tiger on it. Just looks fucking wicked. Imagine they just sold Tiger at Edmonton Oilers games. Like they didn't have oh, like God. Wilson Canadian or whatever. It was like Tiger, the official beer of the Oilers. It's like Connor McDavid, like on a Tiger or something. You know, they, there could be something there with it. There you go. Talk to the marketing. I'm coming in hot. I'm giving it a nine. I think this is crazy good for an import wow. mass produced corporate beer. This is like punching above other beers of its type for sure. Really cool. It just looks so sharp. I love the like front of it with kind of the crest that, you know, it has its silver that goes mm. around it. Um, it's Mine's got like a weird kind of sticker on the back of the can. It's like blocking something. I don't know what that's about. Does your can oh, have that? Oh, what? Oh, like, no. What does it have on your side? Like when you hold it up. On this? Like, the like right here. There's like a sticker here on my can. What is on yours? What does it say? Like ingredients? Nothing. It's just the same, I think. It must well, be no, on the nutritional value. Oh, mine's blocked. Oh, yeah. area. It's the nutritional value. Yes, oh. I do. And some things, they're blocked out. Like if you buy combos, the cheese-filled pretzels, they put a sticker over it because they change for some reason. I guess they don't do that on like the the, the singles. So because I bought the singles, so they must slap them. I bought that. this as a single. Oh, weird. That's odd. I guess it's a provincial thing. Maybe maybe Ontario they don't do that. I don't know. Very odd. I, so folks, you're like, what are they talking about? There's a little square that actually has the nutritional information. Mine has this like giant factory sticker on it. That's like I could probably peel it off. I really picked at it, but it's a it's a this sticker is like a quality sticker. It's like a machine press sticker on this thing. Um, I was curious. I was like rubbing it. I'm like, what's under there? It looked like there was some kind of, I thought it was like a barcode. Well, not a barcode, but like some kind of code or something. That's really fascinating. But um, yeah. Looking further into it, I like how it says surf chilled and it gives you the temperature range. I didn't realize it says that. Yeah, it does. Four yeah. to six degrees, 40 to 43 Fahrenheit. Wow. Yeah. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. They don't usually say that. I always like when you do that. Yeah. Surf chilled. <laughs> The can. I think this can now. The now that you say like it was, it's part of the Heineken conglomerate. It has a really Heineken esque kind of theme to it. Yeah, it has like the classy Euro feel to it. Yeah, very classy. Anyhow, John. Oh, it's my turn to crack it. I guess. All right. All right, folks. ASMR. You've been listening. Keep listening. We've got a crack coming up in three, two, one. Crack them. Oh, nice crack. Ooh, smells uh, smells nice. Oh, yeah. Let's see how it pours. The other one kind of poured a little bit more yellow, golden yellow. This one is, like I think, pouring a little bit lighter, actually. Oh, this one's like lager. foaming up, though, on mine. Oh, really? Yeah, mine's uh, mine's pretty carbonated, but I'm not getting a big head. I'll grant to the glass. I got a big head. Glass now. I got a fair-sized I... head. I poured it a little quick, but... Yeah, the other one, I think I poured it more slowly. Um, it was pretty foamy. Oh, yeah, this has got some foam on it. It's like, um, yeah, it's very bubbly. I'm holding it up. It's less, uh -huh. the other one had more of like a yellow tinge to it. This one is pretty, pretty mild, pretty gold. This looks like a Heineken or something. Heineken, fuck that shit. Pass Blue Ribbon. Yeah. Heineken's, Jagabombs, fucking shower in that shit. Oh, man, this is bubbling. This looks good. All right, I'm going to sell it. Anyhow, let's see how this tastes. Oh yes. Oh my god. That's good. That's that's the money beer right there. Oh my god. Wow. It's got that whenever we do these logger episodes, and I, I'm I'm waiting for that like 
warm glucose. Uh, maybe it's glucose. It's like that honey, like mm-hmm. sweetness. I love that in loggers. When we did the craft logger episode, those loggers gave me that. I get that with tiger. It's more, it's not as dry. It's more refreshing, very sweet. Um, it's, this is good. This is like a very full flavored beer. Yeah. Oh no, this tastes really good. Mm-hmm. I'm very impressed by this again. This, like I said, I remember we were sitting like at fucking thousand of our, it was like thousand, thousand sushi sushi. in Barhaven. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. This was on like Marivelle. I remember. Oh, we one, six, eight sushi in Marivelle. And I remember I was like, oh, wow, this beer is, t-. I was like, I want to just drink this. And that was like the only time I've ever had sushi in my entire life. Have you had it since sushi? Never. Oh my God. Next time you come back, we'll have to go out for all you can eat. Everyone's like, oh, do you like sushi? I'm like, I really have never had it. It never appealed to me. Oh, it's great. And I was like, now that I'm older, I'm like, oh, I probably like it. I remember like, oh, can I have yeah. anything that says tempura? I remember that's all I ever did. <laughs> tempura rocks. Oh my God. Yeah. Next time, uh, if we, next time we meet up, we're going to have to go out for all you can eat for sure. But yeah, I think um, this is coming from the Asahi. Very dry, very bitter. This is a very nice alternative. I'm, I love this. I think this is, this reminds me profile wise it's not as sweet or as bready as like a Molson export, but it's kind of in that camp. It's very more, it's on the sweeter side of things, full bodied, very uh, good mouthfeel, very refreshing. This, I would take this over a lot of like domestic Canadian beers. Honestly, I drink this over Keith's oh, yeah. easy. I drink this over Canadian mm-hmm. in a heartbeat. I was joking. Like they should sell this at Oilers games. Man, if they sold this at Oilers games, this would rock. I would love this. The Asian community would love it. <laughs> yeah, get, listen, Daryl Katz, Daryl Cates, get this beer at your game. Get the Sullis beer. I'm happy they have Miller Light, though, at least now. That's true. It's a good, that's a good one they have there. Yeah, you go out to get just Canadian and like on I think, Monday. I, I think they have craft stuff now. I don't know, but night. on Monday, I went to go see the Offsprings play. Mm. And I remember I was like, oh, perfect. I'm like, it's because I saw him at the Rogers. I was like, oh, great. I get a perfect. At least I can drink Miller Lite here. So I'm thinking, think, I'm like, oh, it's fucking Molson shit there. Another thing that I like more about the Saddle Dome than the Rogers. Yeah. At least they that's serve a- Bud and Bud Light. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's right. You can get the Dome beers too. Hit different. Yeah, dome beers are different. They used yeah. to be at like, so at the Coliseum, but they were like the previous stadium, they used to have a thing that was called the Col- the Collie beers. And they used Collie to beers. like, I don't know what it was. It was something in the lines that like, it was like fermented. <laughs> you don't and, clean like, the you, lines. It ages. I guess so. But like, I remember <laughs> you drink like two pints from there and you were like drunk. Oh, wow. I remember people used to say that, like, yeah, it's something within the lines there that they don't, like, clean them out or something. Yeah. And it's just, like, fermented alcohol that's just running through there. <laughs> I feel like that Royal Oak, because, like, it's the same way. It's, like, you get a couple of Royal Oak bad pints in you, and something about them just, like, gets you a little bit. like, what? Jesus. So, I'm like, I've only had been two beers. Since 1987, I think. Like, it's just caked. Oh, no, man. I remember once I, like, oof. I remember someone else told me the same thing. They're like, yeah, it, it's a th- it's a real thing. And I knew it's the same thing with the dome beers. It's like something about it. It's just gets you fucked up way quicker. Um, this tiger beer. I love it. I'm ready to give a score. I'm coming in hot again. 
Oh. I'm giving this a nine. I think this is wow. Rules. I would take this over Keith's over Bud maybe Budweiser too. Like I would take this no. over a lot of. De- I would take no. this over a lot of domestic beers. I take it over a few. I say this is on par with domestic beers. Yeah, great. Like my favorite you're paying domestic. a premium, but you know, that's the one downside. I want to give it an eight. This deserves an eight. Easily. Where does this compare to your favorite domestic? Because you're about to say like. Where does this compare to your... I would say it's a step below Bud. Yeah, I don't know if I'd put this over Pilsner or um, Pabst, but it's yeah, not... Like it, PBR might or Milwaukee. it might be close to that tier. It is in that tier. It's yeah. definitely... I'm just saying it's not better than that, though. And export in the quart is in that tier, but not in the can. I don't know what the fuck yeah. it is. Like, export in the can was a disaster. Export in a quart is like miracle. It's, it's, better. Better. it's better. I don't know what it is, but... Anyways, the likely to recommend. Oh, man. I mean, yeah, I'd recommend this beer. I think uh, a lot of people would like it. Yeah, I'm giving this an eight for recommendation. I had actually urged people to try it. It's more I'm, than just a sushi beer. <laughs> more than a sushi beer. I'm, uh, oh, any modifier for uh, Tiger? I'm actually going to give it a mod. Nice. I kind of want to give it a mod, but I feel like you gave it a pretty high score. Yeah, I'm. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to give it a mod, but I, I feel like if if the can was shittier, probably would have gave it the mod. I just think this one, um, it hit all quadrants easily. Really, really good beer, um, and uh, a nice surprise because I've had Tiger before, but I just couldn't like off the top of my head remember like is this gonna, is this one going to be like that good? I just remember it. Remember the first time I had, I was like, holy fuck, that's good. Yeah, I think both me and Al were like flabbergasted. You're like, holy shit! Yeah, it's 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 a it's like a really genuinely solid beverage, and I think like like if you're going for a beer like this, like you can't go wrong easily. But let's see, uh, social media wise, where does this beer fall amongst its uh, contemporaries? So, for especially for today's episode, so um, it's got a two point nine four on Untapped. And it has what? a 2.72, which is a 68 pour on Beer Advocate. Okay. Very fascinating. This one is the Who lowest of beer. This is the lowest of the Beer Advocate scored beers. This is the lowest of the untapped beers. This is the lowest beer of the three by social media scores. Which and is you think, insane. They think uh, as, no offense to Asa High, but this is <laughs> Asa High. Asa high. Face down Asa Asa he. <laughs> Asa he. But like Tiger is way better than Tiger that. smokes Asahi. Like I don't know what people are talking about, but maybe if you're at a bar and you have you're logging on and taps, oh I had a sign, I'm at the so-and-so restaurant. Oh, it was so good. Maybe like that's a factor. Because people people do log in untapped at home, but a lot of people will log and tap when they're like at a restaurant or on the go. You know, they're at the friends at the table. Oh, I'm gonna log my beer. Maybe that that plays a factor. I don't know. I think usually you can like when you log a beer, you can say with food as like a tag, but I don't know. Really? I think so. It's huh. been a while. I made an account for domestic pints and I was I just don't have a time to log million beers no. on social media. I'm not that much yeah. of a there's only so no. many apps listen you can to the have. fucking podcast. <laughs> listen to the po- you want to know my thoughts? Commit an hour of your day once a week to listen to the fucking podcast. I don't have. There's too many apps out there. There's only so much time in a day, but between jobs and life, you just I cannot commit to another. Like I feel like the apps that are out there now. If there's a new platform, 
I can't, I can't. There's B real. I'm not, I'm never getting B real. I'm sorry. Like it's, it's, the it's B real. It's a new social media thing where it's like, it's an app where it asks you every, I don't know how long, every indeterminate period of time to, you have to take a picture. And you, the idea is like, you post like pictures of like where you at at work or whatever. And it's like, oh, it's the idea is be real. It's authentic because you're not like taking highly curated like Instagram pictures. It's, you have to take a picture at this time, wherever you are. And it's supposed to be more authentic. Huh. I cannot get into it because I am 31 now and I am, like TikTok might be my last one. I can't get any more than that. I'm just like I have only so much time in my day. I cannot learn another platform. It's not I happening. can just imagine if the timer kicked on and it was just me, like on toilet. my couch in my on, yeah, like on the <laughs> toilet taking a shit. And it was like, yeah, I'm just like shouldn't have had Taco Bell today. Well, I'm at I'm at a fucking my the same place I'm at right now all day. What am I gonna do? Take a picture of my fucking plants every fucking ten minutes? I guess I could, but. Every no, like I say, like every like once a day, maybe. I don't know wherever I'm at. It's I think it's like the same frequency for everyone. I think it's funny. I think some people could probably take funny pictures because if they're if you have a job where you're on the go or whatever, like you probably have random shit that you take pictures of. But if you're my job is like that. Yeah, well, maybe that would be a good app for you, Tom. Maybe you should get on and be real. uh, Get real, I'll follow you. You know what, Tom? If you get a be real, I'll follow you on there. <laughs> okay. You see my adventures across yeah. Canada. Well, <laughs> can we make like a domestic pints only be real joint account where we all share it and yeah. just point post sure. random crap? Yeah, that we'll have to add that to our spiel at the end of the episode. Yeah. Follow us follow on TikTok, WeChat. TikTok, Instagram, and be real. <laughs> follow us on WeChat. Follow us on Russian YouTube. Uh, we're, we're everywhere. Russian YouTube. What oh, is it like? VK TV. I don't remember what it's called. I don't know. Something along those lines. I do enjoy Billy Billy TV, which I believe is like a Chinese kind of YouTube equivalent. They have a lot of free movies on there. So if you just search anything free movie, chances are you can find it on BillyBilly.tv. So the official sponsor of Domestic Pines, only know, I'm just kidding. It's not, but yeah, we can just say cool. it. No one will care. They have to verify it, know. you know. I don't think they care. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we're gonna add that to the artwork of the podcast. It's like a little <laughs> sponsored by Billy Bill. Use promo code DPO at your checkout. Yeah. It's like it's not working. It's like oh shit. It's like follow us on the dark web. <laughs> follow, follow us on Onion Tour. <laughs> you can order a Hitman and contact Mystic Pines only in the same in the Fuck same yeah. camp. I had a okay. So the guy that loads me for this one certain chemical in our warehouse. He was like telling me, he's like, he's like, ever been on the dark web? And I said, yeah, I've been on it like once or twice. And he was like, well, why did you do it for him? Like, oh, you could, you could buy drugs on the dark web. Yes, That's the beauty room. of it. So like my new, my old roommate used to buy LSD on the dark web and get it. But it was like one, his a chemical name was one P LSD. So it's like a yeah, designer like a, version of LSD. Yeah, it's like a, yeah, it's like an industry drug. It's not food grade yeah. or whatever. Yeah, that's all I said. It used to come into pack and it says not for human consumption. It's like testing only and whatnot. It's yeah. funny, but the show used to fuck you up. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember my fucking roommate. I didn't do it. I was like, I can't do it. Like, I know that shit's going to fuck me right over you the know, edge. Like, develop a psychosis for like. Yeah. Us. Oh, exactly. I'm pretty sure he did as well, but. He's like Ted, but he's like Ted, though, the, the Unabomber now. He's in the woods, looks even hairier than me. He's just like. Oh. Writing. 
I wouldn't actually like put that far from the truth, John. Like I'm dead serious. <laughs> what? That's an accurate character. That is like he, he kind of went off the edge, but anyhow, it was more than just that. I think, but yeah, I remember he was like trying to tell me he was like, you know, that's how like serial serial killers like brag about stuff. I was like, yeah. what? I was like, Jesus. He was like trying to show me videos that you see, and I was like, God damn. Oh, Jesus. What possessed you? <laughs> I don't think you should look at like th- there are like FBI agents on there. Like you should not be like spending a whole lot of time on there. You should be like no. in and out if you're on there for drugs or something. You should not be like, well, I'm just gonna idea. peruse the YouTube of the dark web. Like Yeah. You're there, like get your business. There's no window shopping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> sponsored the sponsor of the show today the dark web <laughs> um i don't know man there's some interesting stuff but anyhow but yeah there um, is some interesting stuff yeah domestic uh deplorable websites only anyways we're talking yeah. sapporo i'm very excited this oh, yeah. one is a icon this one is a is this actually a little bit lower abv i think no no it's a five percent okay nope, it's a five percent get a rant real quick this used to come in a 600 milliliter can it was a very classy looking can with a really elegant if like that can could withstand shit it was a very like like even the top of the can looked different this one is like a standard normal can the top of the old Sapporo cans was different they had different like tab on them the works but these cans now at least the ones we have on this program they are uh 500 milliliter standard cans however i will say though um it does replicate the the same design. Um, I do like the fact that the, uh, the I guess the kanji on the side it's like textured, so you feel it. It's like ooh, it's like a, it's got some texture to it, which is kind of cool. Actually, a lot of the spots in this can are actually I pretty love textured. This can. Just the yeah, feel I, of it. I wasn't like I don't. I wish it was the old design. If it was the old design, it would be a ten. Oh yeah, it was almost like kind of dexagonal, kind of like it had like yeah. kind of like sides to it it was bigger the top and it went down like you were saying before it was like a but it also, glass like a glass but it also had like on the it was almost like a like a 16 sided kind of sphere yeah you could say like around this it had edges it was kind of nice like it's very aesthetically pleasing i don't know if they still sell the can elsewhere but at least here when i bought it like it was only available um in this particular kind of can um but nonetheless sapporo so what's what's sapporo Sapporo is one of the oldest, is actually the oldest beer brand in Japan. It was founded in 1876, um, originates, of course, as you might expect, in Sapporo and Hokkaido uh, during the uh, Meiji era. So this was, of course, the era of Japan from the late 19th century to, you know, just before World War I. Um, they had a big monopoly in the market in Japan up until World War II. After the war, there was a bunch of companies that kind of broke up and split up. So it was a bit fractured after that. However, they've been successful since then. They've still been successful and they've been notable at acquiring companies. Most famously and most relevant here, us as Canadians, in 2006, they acquired the rebooted Sleeman brand, which had been, of course, rebooted in the 80s by John Sleeman's grandson. Um, As we talked about in the Sleeman episode, Sleeman, a very, very old beer company in, in Canada, was shut down because of bootlegging during the uh, prohibition mm-hmm. era. So they uh, lost their license and the company went kaput until, you know, the Sle- Sleeman grandson kaput. had the original recipes in the eighties, re- refounded the company. Um, they're, they've been very successful ever since, but in 2006, they required, they acquired Sleeman. So actually in Canada, this is create this is produced by uh, Sleeman, but 
actually Sapporo owns Sleeman. They also own a pretty popular beer brewery in San Francisco, Anchor Brewing. They own them. Um, so because they own Sleeman in Canada, they also own all the Sleeman um, subsidiaries like Unibrew, uh, Wild Rose in Alberta, Okanagan Spring in BC. And they also have a partial stake in Ontario's beer store. So they're a big conglomerate player oh, yeah. uh, in huge. Canada beer. Yeah, they're huge. And um, as I read in the notes, used to be sold in a larger can in Canada. However, these do come in tall cans and small cans. So they come in kind of standard sizes. Depends if you can get a case. Um, and actually, you know what? I found a picture of the old cans. I'm kind of holding it up. They had kind of this like, oh, it's not showing very well. But if I like no. click it to maybe, no, nah, it's not showing well at all. It had this kind of like, the top had this rim. And it was oh, kind wow. of like. But you see how I said it had like edges to it down the, down the like, like vertically. Yeah, exactly. But like these cans like had like, uh, I, I guess what size was it? I'm trying to see if I get, oh, 650 milliliters. So they were bigger. It came in a 650 milliliter can. So larger can, not a king can. It's not like a 900 milliliter or whatever those are. So 800, it's significantly smaller, but still, but now these are kind of coming in small in standard uh, tall boys or, uh, but, but you know what? That's all to say. I still really like the design. It looks very classy. They maintain the same design. looks traditional. Not a whole lot of, you know, again, it's not a craft beer, so you're not getting all the crazy details, but it looks very sharp. The silver in particular, it has like this like chrome texture to it. It actually feels almost a little bit different because of it. I don't know if it's because they put like a sticker over the can itself, but it just feels like a lot of this, like my cans, I'll have these kind of like dents on them just because like it seems like the particular type of can it is. It just gets like kind of nicked, but I don't know. I think it looks like, what do you think? I love this game. I think it's aesthetically pleasing. It's like a brushed chrome, like a brushed metal kind of finish to it. I don't know. I think this looks really great. I'm giving this an eight for looks. Yeah, I think um, I'm going to go give this um, an eight as well to you. Really classy. Like it reminds me of kind of like Guinness, which is a weird thing to say, but it has that kind of text forward title yeah. logo. It's simple. got like a symbol. It's simple. But the can itself is it, it's when you when you think of like a black can, you think of you think of Guinness. If you think of a silver can, to me, the first beer I think of is Sapporo. It is that beer. Mm -hmm. Bailey agrees too. Oh yeah, Bailey's losing it. He's he's a squirrel. Yeah. Oh well. Be gone. Shoot. He's like, God, God damn it, Bailey. You made me have to do editing now. I wouldn't care if he's barking. It's just when he goes to the screen door. I don't want him to fucking knock the screen door down. Because oh, that yeah. screen door is in rough shape. It is like you have to grab it and like wiggle it. Oh, that's right. I remember. <laughs> yeah, doesn't, doesn't you're, like, oh, you're like, Tom, you have to walk it over. And I was like, oh, okay. I'm like, <laughs> like, no judgment because I've had to do the same before. And I love the screen door has a patch on it because I don't know if I told this story in the program, but there was a night in Ottawa where like the, the space station was flying over. And it was a clear day. And I was following it on a tracker, and it's like, oh, at this time, the space station is flying over. So I thought it was about to fly over. I ran to the outside, didn't realize the screen door was closed. I fucking crashed the oh. screen door, and there's like eight shits. The screen door like, went flying, but wasn't broken, but it just it landed on like a chair. So there's one spot where it got like a little bit uh, punctured. You're able to patch it up, but... Um, it was pretty funny for uh, any observers. I'm just running full speed, and then I just... I, you don't expect when you're running full speed to just run into a like wall <laughs> i'm just like running and like nose first hits the screen i was like like fell down it was pretty uh pretty great um not the Damn. time but afterwards was a good laugh we had a good laugh about it but 
Um, it was like, what the fuck? I'm like, why? Why is the air solid? <laughs> like, what the? Why is the air solid? <laughs> I'm just like running. I'm like running full speed, and then I'm just like, Bruh! I'm just like, why? Why can't I get through this empty space? Uh, because it was an empty space. It was a screen door. Um, but oh, buddy, are you calm down now? I think the dog is uh, simmering down. I think we could probably uh, crack this one. Did you want to uh, do the honors to crack oh, yeah. uh, support? Always, John. Always. ASMR, are you ready? And the count of three, two, one. Crack them. Oh, good. Good pop. Yep. Great pop. Oh, it smells nice. Very kind of, it gives me that kind of bready, sweet smell. Let's see how this yep. pours. Ooh, I think it pours very similar to the tiger, but um, yep. not as, mine isn't as like a, well, I guess I'm getting a little bit of foam, but it's not, it's not coming up as like. Mine is literally the same. Oh, yeah. I feel like um, color wise, it looks maybe marginally darker, but it's pretty close. I feel like the tiger and the Sapporo were both much lighter than the Asahi. Oh, wow, it looks beautiful. Another beautiful yep. looking beer. This glass, like a big old Canucks glass. It looks the mm -hmm. bubbles going very cute. aesthetic. Let's see how it smells. Oh wow. It's a little bit more bitter though than the tiger. Feels like a marriage between the Asahi and the Tiger. It's not yep. as sweet. It's a little bit more dry. I feel like it's a good yeah. balance. Mm -hmm. It's right in the middle. Yeah, this is uh, this is nice. Yeah, it's I got it's got like a good dryness to it. Um, not not too sweet. It's got like very mild like malt flavor. Um, good mouthfeel, refreshing but not too. Again, it's not like too juicy. It's uh, a good balance beer. Yeah. Mm. True enough. Good clean taste to it too. Tastes almost like a filtered beer or something like that. Like it feels very refreshing. Mm -hmm. You feel like a dryness at the end though, but very subtle. Yeah. No like weird aftertaste though. Like when you first take yeah. that first sip, it's like the spring water taste. I'm like, wow, this is tasting so good. And um you're getting you're getting that malt, you're getting a little bit of that yeast, you're getting like that beer profile, but goes away it's not like it's not it doesn't have a very strong taste to it i feel like the tiger beer is like more you, yeah. you taste it more it's it stays it lingers in your mouth more but the sapporo, i feel like not so much tiger is what sapporo should taste like yeah i guess if it was more like if it was more tiger it would be good <laughs> that's a good way to put it it's yeah. like why can't just just this beer we like more I just like when you taste that, I'm like, this is what Sapporo should taste like. The way that it like it's advertised, like this premium beer. It's supposed to taste amazing. It tastes okay, but I'm gonna compare it to the Asahi because I have some left. So I'm gonna just like wow. do a little side by side. So I'm gonna have some Sapporo and some Asahi. Okay, well, I can see why people like the Asahi because it's like very mild. Like the Asahi is like very little taste, especially Fred Palette when you sip it. It's like nothing there. Yeah, you do and then taste it's like the a Sapporo. very dry finish. Yeah, but you do taste the Sapporo. It's there, Fred Palette. But I think the flavor itself, the back finish, it's better. It's more refreshing. It, it lasts longer. Well, it's it's more mild. The uh, the Asahi by comparison, it's dry and it has kind of like a 
I don't know how to describe it, but it's like a more bitter finish to it. Uh, Sapporo is an 18 IBU, so a little bit less bitter than the Asahi. And uh, I think it's a 5%er, so just a little bit less um, ABV-wise, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is uh, pretty good, got to say. I don't drink okay. a lot of Sapporo, though, because, again, these import beers, I'm very rarely, like, got oh, to spend two bucks more on an import. Like, you know, I'm not, yeah. I'm not going for them. Yeah, I knew someone that was like all about it has to be an import. I'm like, I'm like, this isn't a car, okay? It's just a beer. I do like a Guinness though. Like, I'll get Guinness sometimes. Oh yeah, always. I, I almost got one today. I was like, I had, I was in the mood for a car bomb, and I was like, eh. Oh man, yeah, definitely. I would have done like, it in a heartbeat. Oh, car bombs are like incredible. All right. What are we thinking taste-wise for Sapporo? Um, giving it a seven point five, and I'm being kind of generous on it. Oh, really? I'm I'm eight point five. I think it's really good. I don't like it quite it's as okay. much. Okay, but this is a good lesser sweet beer. Like it's it's like this is a really good crushable bevy. Um, to me, pretty versatile. Like I, I could I can imagine having this like with food without food. If you want to have it as a yeah, drinking true. game beer, if you're if you're pounding a lot of these, this is actually not a bad beer to drink. It's a five percent beer. You you know you're not you're not getting too overwhelmed by it. So, not a bad beer. I think I would probably pick this up for a party if I wanted something a little classy. You know, but um, it's it's not bad. It's okay. Recommendation wise, where uh, where are you at? Um. Again, I think I'm just going to go seven for recommendation because it's like, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of overhyped in one sense. Oh, really? Well, I, I guess so. like, is the price of it worth what you're getting? Yeah, that's what it's like. I don't, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> you're like, thanks. I'm fine. I don't know. I actually think like, I don't know if this is worth the price, but it's, it's a beer I would recommend. Like if, if I was at a market and there was a bunch of imports, Heineken, Stella, I think I would honestly recommend Sapporo. I don't know if I'd recommend over Stella, but I might recommend over Heineken, depending on the context. Heineken, mm. I do like Heineken, but Heineken has a certain skunkiness to it that like I like that some people don't like. And I feel like Sapporo is like more clean, refined finish. And I feel like for a lot of people, um, if you don't want that kind of like skunky beer taste, then you might like it. But so it's got that going for it, but it's not, um, it's not exceptional by any means. So I probably would not be like, you have to have this import beer. Like I wouldn't be going out of my way, but um, for that reason, I would. And again, like if I'm just comparing, if I'm just recommending beers generally, it's a good beer. It's not bad. I would, I would say try it out. Yeah. I just, I like you're coming back onto like the whole like Heineken and like Stella. I take both of those beers over this. I would probably take Stella. I don't know if I take Heineken over this. I take Stella for sure. Oh, I would but, take. I take both over. <laughs> it would be interesting to try them out. We're gonna save that for our German import episode. Talking Heineken. Talking, uh, or I guess Stella's Belgian, right? I think. Yeah, Stella is Belgian. Everyone thinks it's French, but. Yeah, that's right. It's it's a Belgian beer, a very old beer too. I believe it's like one of the oldest produced beers from the 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 label says since like fourteen like pre Magna Carta ass beer. <laughs> it's Magna like Carta. fucking fucking princes and princesses were drinking this beer. I guess. Can you pause for a minute. 
Sure. I got a work call. Oh, shit. All right. Make sure that I was aware for tomorrow. This meeting is being oh, recorded. Okay. I had paused the recording. That's why you're getting that notification. Oh, no. It's all good. Oh, yeah. Where, where are you off tomorrow? I'm just going to the wonderful town of Stetler, Alberta. Oh, where is Stetler geographically? Uh, where is it? Um, it is east of Red Deer. Oh, okay. Cool. Cool. So that's how I try nice. to put it to people. Yeah, <laughs> Much like far. Saskatchewan, Alberta is relatively angular. Like it's got that kind of edge where BC is. That edge. Well, yeah, that's where the Rockies are. That's how you know that's where the yeah, Rocky Mountains that's west. are. It's like, okay, that's the Rockies. South is the U.S. border. North is the Northwest Territories border. And east yep. is Saskatchewan. So it's good. Uh, Saskatchewan too. You know your, you know your, you know your roots. You know your. There is actually one part of Saskatchewan though that's not perfectly straight. It comes in on an angle. Where is that? Up north? You, no, it's like pretty mid range, but it's you can see it like it goes down the line, and then you can see it cut in and then come back down. Oh, interesting. So it's very from a zoomed out, you don't notice it, but if you zoom in, you'll see it, it comes in. So <laughs> that like, one town, it's just like goes over that person's house and down. That doesn't believe in a fucking daylight saving. That does believe in daylight savings. I love those little weird border uh, things. Like, I mean, obviously, like most of Canada is the 49th parallel, so it's like flat line, line of latitude, or uh, is it longitude? No, it's latitude, line of latitude. But there are spots like random border pockets, especially once you get past Manitoba, where it gets kind of wacky. Like there'll be certain islands that like fall in within like Ontario versus Michigan or it's something, some stuff like that is kind of fun. Or yeah. I love BC because uh, where Vancouver is, if you go south enough, is that one little peninsula that's like cut by the border. So that's, that's the United States. So you can only enter from land from south through, you know, coming from BC, but it's, it's part of the United States. So, but I, I think they probably have ferries and shit if you want to get to mainland Washington, but yeah, what a country, what a continent. Yeah, what a continent indeed. <laughs> Anyways, Sapporo. <laughs> oh, before we get to score, social media, where does this one fall? Well, Beer Advocate, they love this beer. Well, they don't love it, but do they love it more than the others? Definitely. So this is a 2.9 on Beer Advocate, which is a 68 poor average. <laughs> like This is a classic throwback DPO where we're like, this is great, nine. We're going to give it a nine and a half. What does social media say? Like 2.6. We're like, what the fuck? Wow. Um, I'm so surprised. Of, yeah, but uh, Untapped, this is also the highest beer, just by a bit, though. It's a 3.18, so a little bit higher like, than the... Um, uh, I thought this would have scored, like, way higher than that. I thought so, too, but um, I, I would suspect that out of all these three, I feel like Sapporo probably has the most scores submitted. So probably a lot of threes. Probably boosts it up a little bit. Definitely, I would say probably more than Asahi and Tiger, but it's hard to really ch say without checking. But that's all to say, though, folks, we do have a winner today. Yeah. And uh, we have some pre pretty wild score differences. So let's start off with Asahi Super Dry. Um, I gave it a 6.5. Tom gave, gave it a 6.7, which gives it a 6.6. .6. You know, decent. Okay. Nothing special. <laughs> Tiger Beer. I gave it a 9.2. Tom gave it an 8.2. That's an 8.7. That is a very high score for Tiger Beer. I like it. Oh, yeah. I like Tiger Beer. I love it. Love it. Uh, Sapporo Premium. I gave it an 8.3. Tom gave it a 7.5, which gives that one a 7.9, which means yep. Tiger Beer is the winner today. 8.7. Second place by 
a good chunk, a good almost a full score, Sapporo. And then once again, third place by almost a full score is Asahi. So very big gulfs today because usually yeah. some of the episodes we have like this one was a 7.8, this one was a 7.5, or even more. It's like this one was a 7.56, this one was a 7.55. These are all like one score, almost cleanly one score differences. So, But Asahi, 6.6, Tiger, like a 8.7. That's a pretty big gulf. But all these beers aren't terrible, I would say. Like I, if I was at a bar and someone gave me Asahi, I would drink it. It's not... It's not uh, co-op uh, IPA. It's not like undrinkable. No, um, not that. It's not like repulsive, but it's just, I don't think it's our kind of beer. There's definitely like people who like it based on social media oh, yeah. scores. People like it, but it's not our type of beer. We prefer more Tiger, more Sapporo. And those scores reflect that we were both more positive on those beers. I was definitely more positive on than you than on Tiger and on Sapporo, but we both were more positive on those wholly than the other ones so pretty good scores gotta say i agree tiger beer it rocks great beer fuck yeah sporo not as much but still pretty good it's a nice nice beer and uh, asahi eh take it or leave it maybe i'd revisit it at some point but i not my go-to let's not there's also like a kirin ishiban or whatever there's other there's other asian beers out there too there's so uh, many I mean, I didn't yeah, realize it until I went continent. into the import section. I was like, "Oh wow, they have more than just Sapporo." Yeah, I wonder if there's more that you can get that I can't. So it'd be kind of fun to see like what imports you can get in Alberta versus. I remember, Ontario. I remember at the golf tournament. I remember this one person brought in this beer, and I was like, "Oh, this beer tastes pretty fucking good," and I had no idea how to pronounce it. He was from the Philippines. Oh, interesting. Because I know, I know, I think Kirin Ichiban is from Japan. And then there's obviously Singtao, which I think is a Chinese beer. I'm not quite sure, but um, yes, it sounds Chinese. But I would love to racist. do. I like Singtao, so I love. I love to do another Asian beer episode at some point. Um, you got to do future. Mexican beers first. We got to do our single to my episode. Corona, Dos Equis, fucking uh, whatever. There's a, there's a bunch of them. Modelo. Modelo. We, oh, Modelo. I gotta get the. I'm gonna get the the bottles for Modelo though. You have to do bottles. Yeah. I don't know if they oh, sell yeah. cans actually. I think it's only just bottles. Uh, Modelo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I used to say that's my favorite Mexican beer. Modelo rules. The official beer of Modelo. the uh, John yeah. uh, Bachelor Party. Oh, that's right. <laughs> we had, John we're Karaoke a, Fest. We're at a K-bar and we're like, what are we going to get beers? Let's just get Modelo's. Modelo's for everyone. I don't know who came up with that idea. Well, I think when we got there, Alex is like, I'm ordering everyone Modelo's. And so people just started. I think Grant I don't ordered think a bunch that was, of Modelo's. I think it was Alex that did it. And they just stuck Yeah, Alex with did it, it first. He ordered Modelo's. And then I know Grant did some. And he, Grant and Garrett both ordered. I think it was Modelo's. And so and we got also got Soju. soju. Or no, was it, was almost, it Soju? Yeah, yeah, it was. I almost picked up a bottle of Soju. It's not going to be Soju's lie, pretty fucking in, good. I was in that area. And I was oh. just like, oh, there's Soju. <laughs> Oh, oh, nice cold bottle of soju. It's pretty good. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, just drink that tonight. Oh man! And it, well, I love the Asian liquors because they tend to be—they're not like forty percent. They're like fifteen they're like to like thirty percent. So you're getting like a lot milder Max. range. Yeah. You can, so you can have it as like a, you can drink a lot of them just straight. Yeah, you can just drink that straight, no problem. Yeah. Like so. not have to be like pour two fingers. You can like pour yourself a pint of it. Yeah, I probably wouldn't crush a pint of soju. I would be pretty fucked up. I would easily. <laughs> like, crush I am a doing pint that right now. Like, 
Man, are like, you what kidding do you think me? I'm drinking right now? It's not water. You're like, oh, no, no. I mean, it's, it's good. Corn if you like your syrup, black boy. licorice. You like your black recruit. No, but they have like other flavors. That's the beauty oh, of it. Oh, do they? Oh. oh, fuck yeah. I didn't know. I'm not you know, like raspberry or like super good. Oh, man. Raspberry flavor. I'd get like a. Yeah, there's different seasonal flavors. flavors. I get like pumpkin pie. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah. Pumpkin spice. <laughs> pumpkin Can I get spice. a candy cane one for <laughs> Christmas? Oh, a peppermint one would be actually pretty good, I think. Yeah. Uh, peppermint soju? Hot dang. Hot damn. Uh, anyways, that's that's the episode we did. These beers, yep. they're pretty good. You can get them pretty much anywhere. If you live somewhere outside of Japan or Singapore, you can probably get these. I feel like Sapporo is a very popular worldwide brand. They're part of the Heineken conglomerate. Tiger is also a very popular brand of beer. Chances are, if you're listening to us and you're from somewhere in North Dakota, you could probably find them at your local liquor store. If you're in um, Columbia, you could probably find them there too. I don't know, man. You can find them everywhere. So, uh, unlike some of the ones where like this is only available in like East Edmonton, you can find <laughs> these fucking everywhere. You can you can go drink them along to the episode uh, if you'd like. Um, but we do prefer Tiger. Tiger is our. We love Tiger. Yeah, big tiger people. So tiger uh, blood, winning, winning. <laughs> that's a throwback. Hashtag yeah. winning. Back when people like Charlie Sheen. To me. Yeah, but well, uh, I think people still do. Well, I think didn't he come out? He had like HIV. It was like spreading it to people or something. That like uh, kind of a uh, kind of lost his luster there. I feel like a little bit. He fumbled the bag. I mean, a little. Well, more ways than one. Yeah, <laughs> in a lot of ways. Sorry. Yeah, he fumbled the fucking. Uh, whole ass stack fumbled the, yeah. the whole closet yeah. the closet but uh what do we have coming up on the show we're gonna be doing another craft beer episode from edmonton it's on its way very excited for that yeah. one. Oh yeah we're gonna be doing some stat ones actually i gotta check the schedule because this might this might be the episode before christmas no you know what i think there's one more but if i'm wrong ha- merry christmas you know if i'm wrong but if not then fuck off wait another week we'll give you the merry christmas then um so either merry christmas or not merry christmas but it's almost the holidays when this drops we're going to be probably doing another stout episode at some point i don't know if it's going to be right before the holidays or after we'll see but we're going to be doing more stouts it's the tis the season stout season i've got some fun ones that i want to send out tom's way uh we're gonna do some select craft selections and uh probably another seltzer sunday at some point uh we'll see who knows we got stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, there there are things. Yep. Don't forget to watch the Sea Truck Movie Podcast. We just did an episode on Halloween 5. The yes. Revenge of Michael Myers. The Revenge. Not the Return. Which, not the Return. The not the revenge. Curse. The Revenge. Which I like, but everyone else hates. I think it's a pretty fun movie myself. I think it's just goofy. It's kind of like a French horror movie. It looks, it's super weird, but I like it. But I should also note we're going to be doing Christmas themed, well, holiday themed episodes for the rest of december we're going to be doing uh, uh name Ever before christmas we're going to be doing nice. home alone we'll also be wrapping up with my selection black christmas so we've got nice. some fun spooky and well spooky and non-spooky uh holiday themed episodes to come and at some point tom will be on i think we we're saying temple of doom temple of doom tom's going to be coming on are you guys not going to do die hard for christmas i guess we could maybe we'll see that for next year we'll do die hard in 2023 I mean, Maybe we'll do a month of Die Hard next December. We'll do like Die Hard 1, 
to oh god uh, with a vengeance and then die maybe we'll hungry. do like a maybe we'll do like a triple billing of all the rest of die hards like live free and <laughs> all the other ones live free and die hard i actually don't mind live free die hard. it's pretty fun it's pretty i goofy. love it just it's got a love justin it. long in it can't go wrong yeah. can't go wrong with justin long i call me daisy duke <laughs> Anyways, I guess I got nothing else to add. This episode is uh, is done. We're out of yep, here. As always. As I said, Domestic Pines only. Don't drink and drive. Always follow your lemon. Always drink response. You can find us at TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter, Domestic Pines only, and find us at Domestic Pines only at gmail.com. And remember, you can stay classy now. All right, folks. Take care. We'll see you again next week. Bye, everyone. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to our episode of Domestic Pines Only. Um, our intro and outro song is by Daisy May. The song is titled Drink Beer Till the Day That I Die. You can find them at www.daisymay.com. Our artwork is by Natalie Rive. Um, you can find her artwork on Instagram at Natalie Rive Artist or on our website, www.natalierive.com. That's R-I-V-E-T. And you can also find us on social media. Uh, our, our Twitter account is at Domestic Pines and our Instagram and TikTok is at Domestic Pines Only. And of course, our email is domesticpintsonly at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Hiding out, cause seltzer.